Welcome to Static Bursts, the info-packed three-minute podcast from StaticWorks, designed for a quick listen. I'm your host, Dave Long, founder and president of StaticWorks. Dave, could you give our listeners some advice on writing a specification document for static control flooring? When you write a specification, you should always be looking at what is the international or North American standard for what you're writing that specification around. You shouldn't be taking information off of some marketing lingo that's used to describe static control floors, people's literature that is written to help you figure out which one of their products might be more suitable. So what I'm actually saying is, if there's an ASTM or an ANSI standard available to describe the electrical properties of a static control floor, that's what you should be talking about. So specifications should be citing actual standards organizations. They shouldn't be citing manufacturers' in-house lingo. And what I suggest, anytime you write a specification, you should be requiring lab tests done using this resistance test method. It's called ANSI ESD STM 7.1. You should be asking for lab tests that give you the data that was obtained in the lab, hopefully an independent lab, because a lot of a lot of um, salespeople and honestly even flooring manufacturers don't have the right conditioned lab to do these tests. But if they do, that's fine. But you should be taking that information, putting it into your specification based on the standards I talked about a few minutes ago. So anyone specifying static control flooring should refer to the applicable standards documents for their industry and obtain lab testing to confirm that any potential flooring materials are in compliance with those standards. Should additional testing be done after the floor has been installed? If I were writing a spec for a, um, like a 911 call center, I would actually put in my specification that upon completion of the flooring installation, the manufacturer or the manufacturer's representative shall test the floor using a gnome meter per ANSI ESD STM 7.1. And those test results should be provided in writing and there should be a commentary on whether or not they met the Motorola R56 standard or if it's a flight tower, the FAA 019E, or if it's a manufacturing area that the finished installation parameters matched with the test data that was provided originally and that it meets ANSI 2020. That's why, once again, if you go back to standards organizations, you're home free because you're, you're dealing with objective information that can be validated. There are meters sold on the market that are sold to do tests per those standards. And it, it just, it keeps everybody on the straight and narrow. We hope you learned something today. If you have questions about the podcast, give us a call at 617-923-2000. Thanks for listening.